Thank you, Hillary. Oh, my gosh. Hillary, thank you. Wow. You're welcome. That was passionate. It was. It really <laughs> was. It was mm-hmm. good to see you this morning. <laughs> yeah. um, let me talk to you about American financing. Have you refinanced your loans yet? I need to refinance my house. I haven't even looked at my, my interest rate because I. you need to re- refinance your house. Didn't you already do that? No. I, well, I, I, wound up, uh, I had a separate thing that I did with American financing, but I, I, oh. I've been thinking about getting my actual house refinanced. What do you have? What's the interest rate? Uh, it's, you know, I did it. We would have, when did I buy that house? I don't know. Still, I didn't buy it. Uh, you know, 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there. I don't know why I can't think of when it was, but it, you know, the rates were higher than they are now. I mean, if I what were to refinance you? it, you are always, you are Mr. Stats. Well, here. I thought about it, but like, it's, you know, what happened was when COVID happened, when I was really going to do it, uh, the loan, my type of loan, there was not a lot of, not a lot of market for refinances on the <laughs> Really? Sorry. What a surprise. Your type of loan. My type of loan. The one where they, when yeah. American Finance said, don't do that yeah, kind that of loan. that kind of loan. They, yeah. they, they, huh. There wasn't a huge market for the yeah, refis. Really? Mm-hmm. Somebody doesn't want to talk to me, though. It's hey. come back, though, I will say. It's <laughs> yeah, come back. It has come back. Mm-hmm. Call American Financing, see if they can help you. And I would suggest listening to them uh, <laughs> like Stu didn't last time. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Welcome to the program. So, gosh, what's happening in Cuba? The fight for freedom. People standing up and saying, we don't want communism, socialism. We don't want this anymore. We want to be free. What's happening in South Africa? Well, what's happening in South Africa? I don't know if you've seen the news. It's on fire. It's the worst it's been in my lifetime. Uh, What's happening in South Africa? Well, that is the direct result of critical race theory. I'll explain both situations in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Real estate transactions are complicated. There's a lot of work. I mean, you got to find somebody uh, that knows how to sell your home and that you trust. Okay, that's really... How many times do you get into a car with a real estate agent and you like have no idea who they are? And so you're like your wife or not, you're talking about things and you're, you should be able to be open with your real estate agent. You should be able to have conversations about what you're doing around the real estate agent. Sometimes you don't know them from Adam and they don't know you. And what are they, are they really the best or did you just get them from a friend or God forbid it's a relative realestateagentsitrust.com is a company that I started with my brother about, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And uh, it was uh, it was born out of frustration. We didn't, both of us were having problems with real estate agents and we were both thinking, there's got to be a better way. Well, there is. I was doing work with the 500 best real estate agents in the country. I was doing commercials for them and getting to know their business and getting to know each one of them. And so I'm talking to these guys, by the way, that was as judged by the Wall Street Journal, and I'm asking them, so what does it take to be a good real estate agent? What is it? 
And there is a formula. And you just have to know what it is. You have to know to ask the right questions. So that's what we did. We asked the right questions of all of the real estate agents. We found which are the ones that are using those trade secrets, if you will. Well, we found them. And now we're offering that list of names to you for free. All right. All you have to do is if you're moving across the town, across the street or across the country, you want a real estate agent to represent you on the buy and the sell. We can find them for you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Twenty-three-year-old mechanic. He was in Cuba. He, he, and eleven other Cubans were on a little wooden boat, and he had focused on the rolling waves that rocked and lifted the wooden boat. It was his second time to try to escape. Leave his family behind and gain freedom. What do you think about that? Not leaving. How hard is it for you to leave your friends and your family and your job? For something that you do know, you're moving to Denver, you're moving someplace else. Think about the pressure that is on you. Think about the butterflies that you have in your stomach about finding new doctors, uh, You know, a new school for your kids, a new job, new friends. I don't want to leave my friends. My family is all here. Now imagine you're going to a place where you can never go back. You're not going to see your parents and your friends. You have no idea what's on the other side. And it's not like go west, young man, where Lewis and Clark are there going, yeah, here's a map how you get there. Don't get eaten by a bear. And when you get there, there's a bunch of people there that are going to help you out. This is, I am going by myself and I might die in the water. This 23-year-old mechanic got into the boat for the second time knowing, I can't stay here. He said dolphins were tracking the boat alongside. That's when he lifted his eyes over the weekend. And he saw just the dreamed of coastline. Everyone erupted in joy, he said. Men hug, women cried. They had wanted to come to America so badly. The celebration continued because they didn't notice the U.S. Coast Guard plane until it was directly overhead. And then they saw the Coast Guard cutter. Within four days, he was back on Cuban soil. What are we doing? What are we doing? Bring me your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The Statue of Liberty has been has been bastardized by the left so much. Maybe they'll say one day that only Republicans 
really own the Statue of Liberty. It's an offensive symbol for others. So be it. I know what the Statue of Liberty means, and I know who she cries out for with silent lips. Send these, the huddled masses, yearning to breathe free. These are literally the tempest tossed. And while we are welcoming people from any country all over the world without any kind of information and setting them into our country, putting them on American planes paid for by American taxpayers and flying them all around the country giving them a start to a new life. We have no idea who these people are. And our Coast Guard cutters are turning these people away? Shame on you. Shame on you. Joe Biden and the rest of you clowns in Washington. Shame on you. You know, the Republicans want to take a take a page out of the Democratic playbook. Here's how it works out for you. You all get up today because there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. They're going to pass the legislation anyway and leave just enough there to have a quorum so you don't stop the business of America. But why don't you go down to Miami, all of you? Why don't you get onto a plane in Miami, every single one of you, and invite Democrats to come with you and stand there arm in arm with the Cuban people, the people who still have Cuba in their hearts. They're still proud to be Cubans, but they're also proud Americans now. They're proud Americans because they know what this country did for them. And that is just protect their right to breathe free. Cubans are in the streets protesting. I'm so sick and tired of hearing people who are so brave. They're just, no, seriously, they're just, they're so very, very brave. Are they? Are they really? Colin Kaepernick isn't brave. Colin Kaepernick, he made a, he made a job transfer. He sucked at one job, and so he found a creative way to start another job. And that job is an activist. And even if he means it, he's a moron. Wearing a Che t-shirt. Wearing a Che t-shirt. Anybody who glorifies Che doesn't know their ass from their elbow. You can't call them a human rights activist. 
You're protesting the American flag because you so deeply believe in the right to be free, and yet you wear a Che t-shirt? Che would have loved you. He would have loved you, Colin. Especially after he scooped you up because you didn't do everything he said. And then he shot you in the head just for fun. Because that's who Che was. We've so bastardized the understanding of America. It's incredible to me. The meaning of America. This might, this might piss a bunch of people off, but I don't know. What do I have to lose? I'd leave this country in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I'd renounce my citizenship in a heartbeat. I'd take down my American flag in a heartbeat. If you could come up with something better. If you had some place or something, some idea that had a better mission statement than the Declaration of Independence, and you had a better constitution than this one, and you had people who were like our pilgrims and many of our founders, they were in it for people and freedom. I'd go, but so far that offer hasn't come up. I can't find another place to go. I can't find something better than this. And this one's being wrecked by a bunch of people who don't have any clue. They keep looking to the past. Oh, you know what's really great? Cuba. Cuba sucks. That's why people are building rafts out of old Fords. They're trying to make anything float. That's why it's not, you know, hey, I went on a little boat trip and I had the dolphins at my side and then I arrived in Miami where I'm just lathering myself up now in sunscreen. This is a dangerous, deadly trip. And what is the utopia on the other side of the plan of the people who are in office now? Who are supporting CRT? What, what does it look like? You know, I, I asked when Barack Obama said, we have five days to fundamentally transform the United States of America. Remember that? Five days. And I asked beginning on, on day number one, transform into what? Transform into what? First, we were told Sweden, but you'll notice nobody's talking to Sweden. The Swedes aren't over here. In fact, the Swedes are over here saying we're not socialist. I just don't know if you know that. And we wouldn't work at a population your size. And have you noticed Sven looks like Johan? It's not diverse like America is. So why isn't anybody over from the Democratic Party talking to all of the Swedish people? All of the people in Denmark, because that's not their model. Where are they? They're out supporting Cuba and Venezuela. What does their plan actually look like? Well, I'll show you what it looks like in 60 seconds. 
Todd lives in North Carolina. He writes in about his doggy experience with Rough Greens. He said, we have a 14-year-old mini schnauzer named Scooter. We've had him since he was six weeks old, and he slowed down. I think his bones hurt him now. He stopped jumping up on things, and he no longer enjoyed being picked up. Oof. We decided to try Rough Greens. We've already seen a benefit. He acts more energetic. He sleeps less and is back to jumping up on the bed. Overall, he seems to feel much better. We've been on Rough Greens for three months now, and we are thankful for this product. Well, thank you for writing in, Todd. I'm glad Scooter is feeling better. I know how you feel about your dog. It's the same way I feel. Now, if I, if I were me and I'm going to Rough Greens because I've got a German Shepherd, I get a free bag of rough greens for my dog just to try out, see if he, that's probably two meals. Will he eat it? That's probably two or maybe three meals. Your dog? What do you have, a lifetime supply with the free stuff? I mean, Pat's dog, I think it is literally a lifetime. And he could be a puppy. That dog is the size of a mouse. Anyway, (laughs) you get a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out right now. And all you pay for is shipping. Because they want to make sure that your dog likes to eat it. If your dog likes it as much as Uno does, well, then you are set. Sprinkle it on the food. See if they eat it. If they do, get a full bag of Rough Greens and then watch the difference in your dog. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 10 seconds. Station ID. So Jacob Zuma, the former president of South Africa, has taken to the streets. Now, Zuma is the guy that took over. You remember after Nelson Mandela died, there was a discussion on which way do we go? And Zuma was the guy who said, enough of this, live together and let's reconcile our differences. And he went the critical race theory. This is the first government that was built on critical race. And Zuma decided to push the critical race divisions. What a surprise the man of the people, Jacob Zuma, mm, turns out to be horribly dirty. Oh, that reminds me, Stu, do not let me forget about Hunter Biden. And what we're finding out about Hunter Biden right now, it's quite amazing. Oh, and how the press has just hidden all of this stuff. Anyway, back to South Africa. Jacob Zuba's Zuba's supporters took to the streets and not to protest, but to plunder. The official death toll now runs into the dozens. But in a country as violent as South Africa, 57 murders a day, the real toll will never really be known. The rioters plundered shops, entire shopping malls. When they ran out of normal goods, they stole livestock. When it was too, carry, too heavy to carry by hand, they brought a forklift. This is not random. This is not your stereotypical uh, looting. This is a choice. And they made their choice long ago. It is the first modern nation to be refounded on the anti-white principles of critical race theory. And it is raping that country. 
They did everything that critical race theory teaches. Everything. Hyper-diverse, multi-ethnic, multilingual society. They followed almost every prescription embraced now by the global uh, ruling class. The riots will eventually peter out. The violence will peter out. So then, what do you have? What do you have? You have years and years of trouble ahead. Food shortages are about to grip South Africa. Are you going to hear about this? Are the mainstream Is the mainstream media going to report this? More than 35 trucks have been destroyed. Cost to logistic firms at least $300 million and counting. The highway has been closed due to violent protests. The food crisis has been developing because of coronavirus. This is what they're going to say this was, is coronavirus, uh, coronavirus, but I want you to know it has nothing to do with that. They are headed back into civil war. 1,700 people arrested. You should see the pictures. It is... It is horrifying. The farmers are bearing the brunt of the protests. When people start to run out of food, they're going to blame it on the farmers, but the farmers have been under attack just like they are here in America by the ruling party. They have been handcuffed and have been under attack, and it's going to become all about food. And when you have whipped uh, a country into violence, when you have told them, whether it's whites telling blacks or blacks telling whites, you're not, you're not good enough. You won't make it unless you have me because those people are in your way. Go get those people. That's exactly what they're now doing in South Africa. So, you want to talk about critical race theory? Bone up on South Africa. By the way, there's a show on South Africa we did about three weeks ago where we showed you all of this and showed you exactly why it was coming three weeks ago on Blaze TV. Look for that special on South Africa. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So it occurred to me recently over the years, I was so busy training to become a doctor that I never took the time to train for the Olympics, uh, you know, and compete in track and field. And now that Built Bar is sponsoring the American Olympic uh, track and field team, I eat Built Bars and I feel as though I'm ready for the Olympics. That'd be great. Just have me. Just have me on the track as well. I think that would be good. To make all the other athletes feel really good yeah, about themselves. Yeah. 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 Well, to make year. the watchers kind of watch. <laughs> Look at he's not even he's not even in an eighth of a mile yet. And he's <sighs> 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 just you know, leaning down on my knees, kinda 
Hands up. Okay, hang on, hang on, guys. Hang on, hang on. Nine amazing flavors that you can get and limited time flavors. They are so good. They're good for you. Low in calorie, low carb, high fiber. It's built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get these great built bars. Built.com. BEC15. You'll save 15% on your next order. Do it now. Built.com. Promo code BEC15. And blazetv.com slash Glenn has a promo code of its own. It's Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. So, what is really happening in Cuba? Well, they say we should go to the experts, right? We're supposed to listen to the experts. So, let's listen to the experts. Uh, let's play cut one. Here's expert Bernie Sanders on. You may Cuba. recall way back in, what was it, 1961, they invaded Cuba. And everybody was totally convinced that Castro was the worst guy in the world. All the Cuban people were going to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro. They forgot that he educated their kids, gave them health care, totally transformed the society. Okay, totally. He totally. So we know Castro, according to the expert Bernie Sanders. Uh, was a good guy. Like he fundamentally transformed society. He fundamentally like transformed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. um, Obama, mm-hmm. also a very well-educated expert, uh, had this to say about Castro. I think for your generation, you should be practical and just choose from what works. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about whether it neatly fits into socialist theory or capitalist theory. You should just decide what works. And I, I said this to President Castro in Cuba. I said, I, look, you've made great progress in educating uh, chil- uh, young people. Uh, every child in Cuba gets a basic education. Hmm. That's, that's a, a huge improvement from where it was. Medical care. You know, the, the, the life expectancy of Cubans is equivalent to the United States, despite it being a very poor country, because they have access to health care. That's a huge achievement. Hmm. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Didn't know that. that yeah. We can totally trust Cuban statistics on, on life expectancy, right? Of course we okay, can. Of good, course we can. Good. So we now have two experts. Let me throw a third in. Now, this is a panel of experts. Yeah. This is the very trusted source of P public B broadcast S. His beard is grayer, but his charisma remains as strong as ever. He has used his authority, his dynamic character, and his oratorical powers to mobilize Cubans to make immense sacrifices. And still he exhorts them to build a communist society modeled on the ideals of the legendary Che Guevara. Fidel touched this young machine adjuster and the man enjoyed a mild ecstasy. Touched him. I know the feeling. He has inspired the majority with his charisma to believe that despite the abundance of everyday problems, they can and must achieve monumental leaps in development. He insists that the system is sound and will work once the mistakes of the past are corrected Mm. and the workforce properly motivated. It is not easy to disagree with Fidel. He has defined revolutionary democracy as mass participation. It has also meant following him through action-packed decades of experiments in collective survival and socialist living. Action A veritable force of nature, Fidel has guided the revolution, destroying the old and building the new Cuba. His power has blown through the island with hurricane force. Wow. 
from the 90s by the way not not the 60s yeah no from the 1990s from pbs uh here's everybody's favorite diane sawyer whatever happened to her on castro he grew up a first-rate baseball player and lawyer who married once divorced but was mainly driven by his burning desire to crush cuba's american-supported dictator Fulgencio batista it began with a daredevil attack on the military barracks jail his exile and then a death-defying two-year fight in the mountains of the Sierra Maestra. He and his small band of soldiers endured and won only because of Castro's invincible certainty of their destiny. Down from the mountains, the conqueror comes. Pointing to those mountains, he says those days were the happiest of his life. Uh, isn't that great? Hmm. So that's, a, that's ABC. Happiest, happiest days of his life. That's nice. Here's CNN. Another group of experts to talk about the remarkable services could be found in Cuba. And the level of public services was remarkable. Free education, medicine, and heavily subsidized housing. There is in Cuba government intrusion into everyone's life from the moment he is born until the day he dies. The reasoning is that the government wants to better the lives of its citizens and keep them from exploiting or hurting one another. On a sunny day in a park in the old city of Havana, it is difficult to see anything that is sinister. It really is. Mm. It really is. It's so weird when these foreign journalists go over there. They seem to see the best of Cuba. They do see the best in Cuba. And, Mm. you know, even some of the... Some of the things are a little Mm old-fashioned. They find the best. Here's Peter Jennings, another expert. Castro has delivered the most to those who have the least. And for much of the third world, Cuba is actually a model of development. Education was once available to the rich and the well-connected. It is now free to all. On January the 1st, 1959, when the Cuban dictator Batista left the country for good, only a third of the population could read and write. Today, the literacy rate is 97%. Medical care was once for the privileged few. Today, it is available to every Cuban, and it is free. Some of Cuba's health care is world-class. In heart disease, for example, in brain surgery. Health and education are the revolution's great success stories. Yes. You know, if my daughter had, uh, uh, you know, a brain operation, brain surgery here in America, uh, one of the best hospitals here in America. And I know, well, I couldn't get her into Cuba. You You tried. I I tried. Of course I did. They have some of the best. They're they're cutting edge on brain surgery. Mm. Cutting edge. Uh, Barbara Walters uh, wants everybody to know, cut seven, that they're free in Cuba. For Castro, freedom starts with education. And if literacy alone were the yardstick, Cuba would rank as one of the freest nations on Earth. Freest nation. Literacy rate is 96%. Wow, isn't that fantastic? Mm -hmm. And um, ABC reporter uh, Jim Avia wants everybody to know who Castro really is. How do you think this might now affect change in Cuba? Well, I think that uh, it'll continue on the same course uh, at this point. I think the changes in the United States actually might have more effect uh, on uh, on what's going on in Cuba today uh, than, than the change with Fidel Castro. Because while Fidel Castro was considered, even to this, to this day, the George Washington of his country, mm. among those who remain in Cuba, uh, he was also a very divisive figure. And he has is, he is recently sort of faded into the, into the woodwork. Of divisive, but yet 
George Washington, which shows how deep the understanding of George Washington's role really uh, is. Uh, <laughs> we've got more flashbacks for you, but I, I, I really want to go back to uh, cut 10, please. This is 2016. 2016. Brian Williams, who doesn't miss him on NBC? Uh, but it's still one of those nations where you see donkey carts alongside uh, cars, trucks, and buses in downtown Havana because that's exactly what they'd rather have for transportation. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. They would rather have yeah. that. The Cuban people, what are they bitching about? Just, I was at the car dealership this weekend choosing between uh, a wagon and a Bugatti. And I was like, which one do I really? Want? I mean, I can't. I don't know. They weren't offering free Bugattis, were they? They were not, because yeah, of this stupid of capitalism. Not. Of course not. Stupid capitalism is exactly, you didn't, exactly right. You didn't have this one on, the, on your panel of experts here, but I do mm-hmm. remember uh, when Cuba opened up, the Kardashians went on oh. a visit there. And we, <laughs> we I love we, this. We think we played the clip at the time. I think it was Chloe. Uh, Kardashian who's Ooh. like it was just so great it was so quaint it was like they just like it was so quaint like everything was old and 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 it was just like you could just tell they just really love it like that it's like no that's they don't love it like that they don't love having no, they cars kept all from the, the 1950s old, they kept all these old 1950 cars and then restored them and they're so colorful and yeah. it's so great <laughs> and that's not that that's was, what she said yeah not by choice not by choice not by choice no, no sweetheart uh, they, they can't <laughs> get cars they can't afford cars uh, they have to do that to their cars. Mm-hmm. But it was so cute, wasn't it? Quaint is a is great it, word yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really great. very quaint. The, the half century struggle of the Cuban people against a communist dictator. Quaint is a great word to describe it. Great word. Well, the people are now standing up at the zenith of the socialist and communist power here in America. So that's why we're we're not hearing everything. Do you remember how they covered the revolution in uh, in Egypt? Remember that? That was every that was the Arab Spring. That was mm. a glorious thing. The people finally standing up against the oppressor. That was glorious. In fact, that was orchestrated by many in our State Department and in social media. They were part of that. So our government was pushing that along with Facebook and everybody else. Where are they now? Where are they now? For the country that is closest to America, besides Mexico and Canada, just off our shore, where are their voices now? Where are all of their algorithms helping the people of Cuba? So, Rectech, it is it is the greatest. I don't even know what to call it. It's not a smoker. It's not a grill. It's not an oven, but it does all of these things. It is the best if you like outdoor cooking. And I love outdoor cooking. Uh, my wife only likes certain things smoked. I, I could pretty much have anything smoked, quite honestly. Um, and so it's great because it's also a grill. I mean, you want to sear a steak, 500 degrees, you can sear a steak uh, on Rectech. You ever do a pizza on Rectech? I haven't. This is one of the things I've been, you know, you get on Instagram yeah. a little too much and you realize that people are cooking pizzas on, on like Rectechs and they can get it super, super hot and they have these like pizza stones and the pizza the steel slabs you can put in there. I mean. Oh, that's you, a really, I didn't. I mean, oh. think about it. 
Oh, that I'll be over. Be, what, what time should oh, I be over? That will be done. <laughs> <laughs> that will be done. Rectech. Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter. Rectech with a Q at the end. Visit. Gosh, that sounds really good. Yeah. Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q. You don't need a pizza oven. Right. Do it right in the Rectech. Rectech with a Q dot com. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Did you watch the Bo Burnham special this weekend I told you to watch? Yeah, it's on Netflix. One of the most unique things I've ever seen in my life. Right? Yeah. It's almost a new art form. Yeah. Really, really well done. He did an entire comedy special, essentially, through quarantine in one room of his house by himself. Yeah, it took over a year. Yeah. And And it it, it is, it's remarkable. So you know... Uh, uh, you might want to have Vid Angel uh, to watch it because it is it it has language in it. Um, uh, but it it is remarkable, and and he says a lot of the things that I think I feel too about COVID. He was, you know, kind of questioning uh, everything. It's not particularly political, not political but it does at all. Sort of hit you know both sides a little bit here and there but it's it's a pretty i I was just amazed he did all of the editing all of the lighting the camera by he set up the camera himself in this one tiny room over the course of a year i thought back and i was like god what did i do with my quarantine time i know i know i I I just got together with family we didn't do anything (laughs) too much of anything It, it is it's brilliant it's brilliant it is really i uh, i wonder because at the end it kind of and you don't know if it's comedy or how much of him is really yeah. coming out. And at times it's not even comedy. It's like yeah. he, you, he seems like there's moments where he seems like legitimately depressed for being in lockdown for a year. Yeah. Because I assume it was in California, though. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, but it seemed like he was like legitimately in lockdown this entire time. Making I it. have. I, I think I said this to you and I'd love to hear your opinion. I've put him on the Pendulette scale of intelligence. Hmm. I. You know, I don't know anything about him outside of this special, uh, but he... His use of language yes. and references that are deep references, historic, you know, or deep literature references. The guy is brilliant. And a lot of it's uh, songs. He makes, you know, kind of... Very, he could be, honestly, the guy could be a hit songwriter yeah. and a hit singer. Yeah. It, I mean, if he... If he I mean, they're, it's brilliant stuff. It Bo really, Burnham is his name. Bo Burnham legitimately seems like a different kind of art form i don't know how even yeah. to describe it. it 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 wasn't a comedy really? special really it was something totally different but it I was, wasn't anything like it i mean his song on the internet <laughs> is brilliant yeah and, and the so this is why i say he, i i agree with him on stuff the social commentary on the internet you know which can i interest you in everything all of the time mm. uh and it's oh, a song yeah. he's singing it as the internet uh and and you just have to just just look that one up i'm sure that's on youtube just look that up can i interest you in everything all of the time uh the commentary of what the internet is and what it's doing to us is brilliant occasionally it's worth reflecting on the idea that we just totally changed how humanity operates within about a five or six year period yes and I, we never really had a discussion about whether we should actually go ahead with it. It's or not. exactly what's happening now. This great reset thing—it's changing us. It's 
the world is fundamentally changing. And in five or eight or 10 years, if it goes smoothly, everybody will go, wait, what the hell happened? When did this happen? And you'll just be in it. They are change. Everything is changing. And it is a, a great deal uh, to do with the Internet. There's also a song about uh, a white woman's Instagram. Oh, my gosh. And it, it is so good. Oh and it's gosh. funny because you, you're watching it and you're like, oh, gosh, you know, white woman, like the typical. Yeah. Is this so they're just bashing? Uh-uh. No, they're actually you could tell he's totally referring to he mentions like Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there. It's like he's talking about a left wing woman's Instagram page. Age. and it is really really funny as he recreates he all the is, photos i don't know this is the first five minutes in i thought how is this guy not canceled how yeah. is this guy other than he is brilliant he is coming up with something entirely new never seen anything like what he does this is there's it's rare that you find somebody that does something completely different and new and original that is bo burnham don't know how much longer you're going to be able to watch him. Um, but Bo Burnham, it's a special on Netflix. This is the Glenn Beck Program.